Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode... God dang it. I've done that every time. I've welcomed everyone back to episode two as though this is your second time around listening to it. I'm welcoming you to the untrained eye with Beth and DJ, the podcast you are currently listening to. And this is the second episode of that podcast that I'm a part of. I'm the DJ part of Beth and DJ at the end there. So as you can probably tell, the audio is significantly better. I'm very happy about that because, man, I just thought that the microphones that we bought, they were very cheap and they were $12 a piece. And so when I heard what we got out of it, I just, I was like, well, I decided to cheap out and get $12 mics and that's what you get. That's what you get for being cheap. You should have gone at least to the $50 range, but nope, you went to the $12 one. Basically just something you found at the bottom of a bin of VHSs. VHSs or VHS tapes? VHS cassettes. Did anyone ever call them cassettes? I don't know. But the point is, is that the problem was not the microphones, as you can tell, because I think these sound pretty good for 12 bucks. Uh, the problem was I was recording the audio through the microphone in the laptop, and that was a fault of mine for not knowing how to use Audacity at all, or really how to do any of this. The only thing I really know how to do is talk. Uh, I don't know how to do any kind of audio engineering at all. Neither does Beth. And as we have both kind of found out, we don't even really know how to talk that well. Because we say like and um and uh a whole lot, as I'm sure you'll all come to love and adore. But we're working on it. I promise you we are working on it. As sure as this audio is 10,000 times better than episode one, we are going to make our The Way We Speak to You... We are going to make our the way we speak to you. Sentences like that are going to be a thing of the past. You're going to look back to episode two and be like, wow, I remember back when DJ and Beth were terrible at talking. Their mouths were the worst. They should have thrown them out and went and bought $12 mouths instead of $12 mics. But no, we are going to get better, I promise. We still haven't really figured out a structure for this yet, although I don't know that we necessarily need to. I think we have pretty interesting conversations just without the added me, you know, looking at the internet trying to, you know, drum something up. But who knows? Uh, this could go in any direction. That's the fun part of it. So, this is going to be episode two. I really hope you enjoy. Oh, uh, the other thing, if you haven't already followed us on Instagram or Twitter yet, uh, it's at Untrained iPod for both. And I spell iPod E Y E. P-O-D. I feel like I said that on the first episode, but didn't spell it out, and then immediately thought to myself, everyone knows what an iPod is, but are they going to associate E-Y-E and I? I don't know. But in case you didn't get it on the first one, I'm sorry. That's my fault for trying to be cute with the untrained iPod thing. But that's how you spell it. So check us out. Try and post, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's stuff. It'll hopefully I'll be starting to post stuff that we talk about on the show. That's the dream is that we can talk about something, a picture that we have. Uh, there's a meme that we talk about on this one that I do not think I'm gonna post, but 
maybe if everyone, you know, gets in touch with me on Twitter and, you know, they, uh, we gotta see it, we gotta see that stupid meme that you hated so much, uh, then I might post it, but man, I don't want to because, woof, I, I don't know, listening back to that, I, I may have had the wrong take, but hindsight's 2020, so I stand by what I said at the time. But without further ado, this is episode two of The Untrained Eye. Alright, we are back with another episode. So, alright, we were talking about doing, you know, we haven't even released the first episode yet, but we were already talking about what we would do in the in-between times and trying to do a one-minute podcast called Shorties, which I think is fantastic. Uh, But I was mentioning that, I think it's Will Sasso, and I can't remember who the other two are, but they do a 10-minute podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's it's funny to listen to. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't, uh, at the time, I don't remember what I was using to listen to podcasts, but it was, I, I kept having to manually go in and start another one, so I just listened to a couple of them, and finally I got sick of it, because I'm like, all right, 10 minutes is not long. I can't, yeah. I can't work and do this, be looking at my phone every 10 minutes. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but I just thought it was funny that you were like, uh, is it Bobby Lee? No, <laughs> then no thanks. Not even, I don't even want it a part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy because um, whenever Bobby Lee was on, what was it, Mad TV? Like, I thought it was too weird then, and I was younger, and I was like, uh, yeah, that is too much, because he's always, like, laying around in his, like, underwear, <laughs> and, like, posing in odd positions, <laughs> but now that I, I don't know, like, now I've come to appreciate that, and I'm like, he's so funny, like, so weird and dynamic, like, he, he, there's nothing that makes him feel uncomfortable, <laughs> like, it seems like he's like, I'll just roll with it. I don't even care. I'll just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, like he's just hilarious, and I just like him so much. <laughs> All right, we need to pause a second, and we're back with another seamless transition. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't appreciate Bobby Lee when he was when I was younger, but now I think he's great. <laughs> yeah, because what was it that you saw him on? Love. Yeah, he was on that Netflix show, Love. It's a Judd Apatow show. I don't know if I said his name right. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. But, like, um, yeah, that's a great show, too, because it's, like, complex and funny, and, like, he's on there, and he's really funny on that, too. And, uh, like, I've seen him on there and then, like, heard him on a few podcasts and just seen some random things he's done, like, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, thoroughly amused. Have you heard him on any podcast yet or no? Mm, I heard him on the Your Mom's House podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and Calliope. Is that her name? Yeah, I think so. His girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's her name. (laughs) No, I... I, It seems like uh, another podcast (laughs) I listened to, uh, Jeremiah Wonders had her on, but I thought it was... Maybe it what doesn't matter anyway. I'm pretty sure that's her name, and like it was funny because she kept on bringing up really awkward 
things. Yeah, he's like, why do you keep saying this? You're making me look stupid. He's like, yeah. Them. He's like, next time you want to bring up something, just like whisper it into my ear first. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's great. Oh. Yeah, I love Bobby Lee. <laughs> yeah, like so funny. Anyway, so this weekend, like I had the awesome, well, really it wasn't this weekend. It was more like the end of the week. Like I um, kind of felt bad for one of my family members and I was like, you know, maybe we should try to help them like figure out a car situation. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. And I work at a car dealership so I was like well, I'm gonna ask around and see if maybe I can help them get some kind of a good deal and um like I ended up like this guy that I know there that works there he searches for cars on the internet all the time so he's always on the hunt for some kind of deal and he was like hey I found this car and I was like okay so I called the people and the they lit they're like an hour away from where I um, and working, so I was like, okay, well, there's no way I'll be able to go over there tonight, but... This was on Thursday or Friday? It was on Friday, and I was like, there's no way I'll be able to go over there tonight, but I gave them a call, and they seemed like nice people, and they were like, well, someone's coming to look at the car tomorrow, so if you want to, you know, if you're interested in the car and you want it, like, it's first come, first serve, like, money talks. <laughs> oh, wait, you haven't even told me about this yet, have you? No. Okay. Well, this one I may have told you some, but so anyway, they were like, yeah, someone's coming to look at the car at like nine o'clock in the morning. So if if you want to like, if you're interested in it, like come tonight or before nine o'clock and like text me and I'll send you my address and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. So I just told the guy, you know, if you don't end up selling the car, text me and I'll come and see it. And then maybe we can work out a deal. Mm -hmm. So, um, that seemed like it wasn't going to go through. So there was another one and this one, uh, was a Craigslist ad and, um, like I saw the ad on there and the car was pretty basic. Like it was a, an old Honda, like maybe like an O three or O two or something like that. And it had like close to 200,000 miles on it, which like, I'm not looking for anything super fancy. It was to help out a family member who doesn't have a vehicle right now mm-hmm. and is having trouble like finding a ride to work because of it. So, um, I can't hear myself. So, I was like, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and um, reach out to this person and see, like, you know, what the deal is. And they have the car listed on Craigslist for, like, $1,900. And, again, it's an 02 or 03 with almost 200,000 miles on it. It's a base, base model. It's not anything fancy. It's a Honda, like, Accord or Civic. It's not, like, a Lexus or a, a Mercedes or anything. So, $1,900. So, or best offer. So I see that. And so I send the girl a text and I'm like, Hey, do you still have the car for sale? And they're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, would you take 1500 for it? Um, like I don't have a lot of money to spend on a car right now, but I'm in need of one, blah, blah, blah. And the person answers back and they're like, oh, I wouldn't take anything less than 1800 So, okay, they went down $100. It's not that big of a deal. It's 
a cheap car still, and if it runs and it's worth it, then okay, fine. I'll give you seventeen fifty. Yeah, well, I mean, I moved on from that. I was like, okay, well, would you be able to bring it to this dealership? Because it was close to where I was. And um, they're like, oh, I already turned in my tag. Uh, so I wouldn't be able to drive it over there. I was like, okay, well, I have a friend that works here that said that they would look over the car to make sure it's good to go. Um, so maybe since it's so close, like 15 minutes away, maybe I could like have them go to you. And the next response was, well, I'm not selling it for $1,500. So dot, 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 like, Okay, well, you already said that, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, so what do you want um, To begin me? with, and I kept on talking to you, so it's not like I tr- was trying to shove $1,500 bills into your hand and, like, suck it. Like, that's not what happened at all. Like, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll come and see the car after you lower the price by $100. So then um, I was... She said something else, and then I was like, okay, well, you said on your website $1,900 or best offer, so I made an offer, and to me, now it's starting to sound like this person doesn't want to sell the car, Um, so, like, once she, she said, she mentioned that again, like, oh, I'm not selling it for $1,500, like, okay, no one said that, like, after I gave you an offer, then why do you keep, like, going back to that? Anyway, I'm sorry, I got a little bit sidetracked there, but she said... No. <laughs> but she said, um, what did she say? Like, I was like, okay, well, may- since it's so close, maybe I'll have the guy come over and look at it or whatever, and then we can decide on if... It's worth like what price we want to discuss then. And she was like, okay, well, again, I'm not selling it for 1500 Like, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, good luck with your best offer. Hopefully, someone thinks your base model 02 or 03 Honda is worth $2,000 because I don't. And I don't think it's worth going to look at it now either because I have the full amount. But y- again, you said, or best offer, so I made an offer, and you can't get past that, so good luck selling the car. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, anyway, that was the story. <laughs> so, you have some feelings about this lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I was a little bit annoyed by that. Because, a little bit, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, like, again, like, she already said she wasn't, she would only take 1800 for it. So then why circle back to 1500 three times? I made an offer. You declined it. So move on. Like, if I wasn't interested, I wouldn't keep talking to you about it. Like, I've seen that show Pawn Stars so many times. And I bet you $1,000 if I showed up with $1,500 bills that I would be driving away with that base model car today but no thanks with your attitude good luck i'll keep my fifteen hundred (laughs) dollars you're ridiculous only because like you just went on a freaking 10 minute tirade about this woman who you clearly hate and will never meet and i am definitely the one out of the two of us that gets the bad (laughs) rap for being like 
just instantly hateful to people, and I'm like, you. But the thing is, I wasn't hateful, though. I even put smiley face emojis. It wasn't like I was, like, trying to get over. Again, it said, or best offer, so I made an offer. Listen, she's probably just a poor person. She can't believe that you can afford emojis, and she can't. Well, sorry. She was (laughs) like, I can't believe that this woman would put emojis to me. Yeah. And offer me $1,500 for this car. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, there's so many scams and stuff out there now. Like, it's really hard to find something that is worthwhile. Like, $1,500 isn't that much, I guess, when you're thinking about buying a car. (laughs) Or even $2,000. Like, you pretty much know what you're going to get if you buy a $2,000 car. But, like, what I was looking for was a point A to point B car. Nothing fancy. Hopefully, air conditioning. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Like, you... It's just funny because I... I don't know if it's just because I get exasperated or what, but the first time that she brought it back down or around... We're not doing it for $1,500. I'd be like, all right, no one said that. And then the second time, I just would never text back again. I would be like, this deal is officially over, whether you realize it or not. I would yeah. let her text me back and be like, so when's your guy coming? I just never text back. Or yeah. I would text back a smiley face or a thumbs up or something. Just to... <laughs> like, I don't remember how she ended the message. She said something, and at the end she was like, thanks. And then no. I just never responded to that. Because, again, like, I could easily be like, oh, well, not easily. I'm not rich or anything. But, like, I had $1,800. But, I mean, if I don't have to pay $1,800, i am not going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at my truck. The guy wanted uh, $3,500 for it. And the uh, super cool tactic that I used. Yeah, everyone, note this. Uh, note this in the minutes because you're gonna want to you're gonna want to remember this cool tactic <laughs> if you ever want to get a thousand dollars off of the car that you're ask or you're trying to buy because the guy that went to sell me my truck was like I'm selling it for thirty five hundred dollars and what I said to him was what if I gave you twenty five hundred dollars and yeah. he said okay yeah and so I wrote him a check. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually people aren't firm in whatever offer they're like. Well, that just reminds me of like years ago. I was trying to buy a stupid skill saw, a circular saw. And at a garage sale, that there was this dude that had a garage sale every week. It was I would always pass it all the time. And so finally I decided to go there and just check it out and see if they had a stupid circular saw. And he did. And it was $25. And I had a $20 bill. And I was like, hey, will you take $20 for this? And he said, no, it's $25. I pulled the $20 bill out of my pocket and was like, hey, man, I've got the 20 bucks right here. I was like, can I just take this for 20 bucks?" And he was like, the price is $25. Well, I was like, okay, dude, cool. Go ahead and keep it. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess You're this gonna is get your five dollars. Your business. I don't understand why you will not come down five dollars when I'm literally waving cash in front of you. Yeah, hopefully there's a huge market for circular saws that are like secondhand. 
Yeah, they're not that expensive to begin with. Like, for less than 50 bucks, I got one anyway. I just went ahead and bought one new. A new one, yeah. So, so but I could have, whatever. So, yeah, people are weird about, I mean, I was like that. I'm like, well, if I have a price, uh, you should pay that price because I've decided that that's a fair price. And then at some point, you get wise to the fact that you're an idiot. And if you want to just get rid of that thing, well, like... Do you want money or do you want that thing sitting around taking up space? You shouldn't wrap up your whole, like, if I don't get $1,900 for this, then I'm I'm dead. Like, well, then you're dead anyway, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You're, you're like, already not going to make it. If that's the case, you want that specific price. And don't put or your be- or best offer. Like, that's not the case. Like, you want a firm offer of that specific price. Or go, like, $700 above the price that you want. Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, that usually works. You're like, oh, I've haggled and I've gotten this person down to what I think might be a fair price. I've gotten them out of that 700 extra dollars. But really... Like you're that person who's selling it's not losing and you think that you've made some kind of bargain. So <laughs> so that's the moral of the story. Like if you think you're selling something, go ahead and price it way too high and then wait for someone to <laughs> offer you a low ball figure, which is the real price that you're looking for. Or do what, you know, people that I know uh, have done in the past, which is uh, make the silly mistake don't ever make the mistake, people, of asking someone uh, how much they want for something. Just go in with an offer if there's not already mm-hmm. one there. Because as soon as you say something stupid, like how much do you want for that, you're going to get the craziest price imaginable. Yeah. Uh, because well, I cannot... yeah, like, and I mean, you don't have to buy whatever they're selling. Like, just tell them whatever you think is fair. Like. Uh, or per- less than that. <laughs> the perfect example, there was this lady, whenever I was cleaning pools, uh, so he's like, we got this, we have this slide that we want installed uh, for our pool. Mm-hmm. She was like, can you do it? I was like, yeah, I can do it. I was like, but I'm not going to. <laughs> she was like, well, she was like, because, I, well, I don't really, the initial reason I didn't want to do it was because I work for a pool company that does construction. Right. So I'm not going to... Uh, you know, backdoor them just to get that, get that work. Uh, so I just, I basically told her that I was like, you can just call the office and they can have someone that actually knows what they're doing, come and do it. She was like, well, I was just trying to, you know, get some prices and whatever. And I was like, cool. I was like, I can do it for (laughs) $3,000. And she was like, what? That's ridiculous. I was like, yeah, that is ridiculous. I was like, but you asked how much I would do it for. And that's how much I'll do it for. She was like, well, I'm not, I'm not paying that. I was like, well, then call the office. I don't know what to tell you, but. <laughs> yeah, tell them that you tried to get a backdoor price and it was too excessive. So now you're calling to get the real price. <laughs> by the way, make my boss proud. Tell him it was me that gave you that excessive price. Please do. <laughs> and by the way, I think he would be really proud of you. <laughs> he would be super proud of me. He would be like, listen to me, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New son. Well, Annie would be happy too that you didn't do it behind his back. So. He knows I wouldn't, but it's just, it's so stupid, the people trying to get a good deal, like, well. Well, I mean, if you have something that you think is valuable and you don't want to let it go for, like, a low-ball price, then don't, like, but don't make it seem like the price is negotiable. 
especially if it's a piece of trash that you sell every single weekend and you won't go down on the price $5. Yes, I am still bitter about that circular saw. I wanted it very much. Yeah, or if the vehicle is 15 years old and it's a base model. Mm. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, I'll pay you one-tenth of one-tenth of one Bitcoin. Yeah, there's a reason that you couldn't trade it in when you brought it to the dealership to buy your new car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, good luck with that. But, anyway, like, that's our rant for the week. Like, yeah, rant over until we figure out what we're ranting about next. Oh, it won't be long. There's always something that, like... Gets me fired up. (laughs) uh, I just was uh, arguing with a buddy of mine the other day that there were... And by the way, I will say... I will spoiler alert the end of our conversation. It turns out I'm wrong 100%, but I was like, there is no... No way. (laughs) There was no influential 90s bands. I was like... Well, because my... Well, I just... I define a 90s band as a band that started in the 90s. What about Nirvana? Nirvana started in the eight. They, I think. Well, I don't, you like know what? you I don't mean, know started or got famous? Like no, I mean like came together. Uh, in, but that doesn't count because who are they influencing when they get together? <laughs> like their neighbors, <laughs> their local friends. All right, fine. Not when they get together. Then I'll I'll redefine it to their first album. Uh, which, by the way, I found out technically excludes Green Day, even though I would call them a '90s band. I, I would think so too. Like the when, first album was in uh, the late '80s. Yeah, but were they mainstream then? No, but that doesn't again make them... influential. No, but yeah, they were influential enough that the mainstream was like, "Hey, get over here." So I think that that counts still as not technically Man, being a '90s I don't know. band. By the way, we're almost having the verbatim argument that I <laughs> had with <laughs> your friends before. Yeah, wow. I mean, I guess I agree with them then, because, like, if you're not popular yet, then I don't think you're influencing... Well, because, depending on where you look, like, I googled it, and one of the bands that they said was a 90s band was, uh, who was it? Uh, Beastie Boys? Mm, and they definitely that's not started 90s. The... Right. Okay, see, you would agree with that, too, but... Like, I feel like they had some influential hits in the 90s, but I don't think that yes. that's when they, like, started, because I remember being a little girl and, like, singing Brass Monkey, and my mom, like, was like, don't sing that, that's bad. And I was like, <laughs> okay, but I, I didn't know why, you know. Tell me and specifically that was, why. That was in the 80s, for sure, because I think I was only, like, two or three years old. So... But, like, there's a lot of it. What did you... What? What's the criteria again? Well, my original criteria was bands that formed in the 90s, but I will redefine that to bands that had their... When their first album came out. Like, their first studio album came out. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really know the dates of any first studio albums. So uh, I'm going to be at lie. a loss I don't to know the... argue with you on that. I don't know the name or the year of any album, pretty much. Yeah. What about Alanis Morissette? That was one. Yeah. I don't know that I would call that necessary. I mean, that was 100% a 90s band. Or... Well, not a band, an artist, I guess. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, who else? Like, what about Snoop Dogg? <laughs> the Doe. Yeah, I'm pretty say? sure Doggy Style. <laughs> First came out in the 90s. 
<laughs> is that the name of the album? I don't even know what I think it was. Yeah, see, even Nirvana, it's it's saying that their first album came out in 87. Mm, I mean, I think that's close enough to the 90s to count. That is ridiculous. That is it's not... That, it, the end of the 80s. That's like, like saying, what was their first album called? That's like saying because I, someone super jumped me on a trampoline. I'm like, well, I pretty much made it to the moon. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was but most of the way there. what was the first album? Who? Nirvana. Their first album. Let's go ahead and... Was it any deeper. songs that were like super popular or... I'm trying to tell you right now, lady. Well... Well, I'm going to need to know this information before Chilaxio. I can weigh in on whether or not Yeah, you are... I'm going to say the one that people probably care about came out in 91. Oh, okay. But Bleach came out in 90 or er, in 89. Bleach? I don't know that one that I know of. I mean, that's that's what the <laughs> I don't know any Nirvana like offhand. Like I was never a fan of Nirvana, really. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really a fan either, but a lot of my friends were like obsessed with it. Um, which I thought was bizarre, but I mean, I was just there living near them and I was like, okay, I mean, this guy killed himself. That doesn't make him, make him a teen idol. So I could read you out the names of these songs, but I can tell you that, like I just said, I don't know any of them anyway. Okay. So I don't know if you would know any of these. I mean, maybe, uh, I'll just read them all and just, and tell me if any of them sound familiar. Blue, B-L-E-W. Floyd the Barber, About a Girl, School, About a Girl, Love Buzz, Paper Cuts, Negative Creep, Scoff, Swap Meat, Mr. Mustache, Sifting, Big Cheese, and Downer. Mm-hmm. No. So you knew that one, one About a Girl? So there you go. They're an 80s band. Moving on. What about the Foo Fighters? Were they in the 90s? The Foo Foo Fighters? No. They I are mean, not the Foo Foo Fighters. I'm just saying. They... They started after Nirvana, you know, quote unquote, broke yeah. up. <laughs> it, but I mean, the nineties. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would. Well, you know, that's a. I it had to have been the nineties. Yeah. And if it wasn't, then I mean, I say when it's did the, the white 90s. stripes start? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this was. You know what? This was one of the ones that I thought or that I read too. That I was like, why didn't I think of this band? And you'll think the same thing. Weezer. Yeah. Yeah, why didn't we think of that band? Because I loved Weezer. Dude. And, like, I still remember that video for Buddy Holly. Like, I used to watch videos all the time, like, before I would go to school or even when I would come home. I was obsessed with them, so I'd watch them all the time. And I remember that video being, like, happy days and having the fawns and all that. I remember really not understanding how special effects worked still at that time, so I was like, they just got those actors to like come and do that thing. <laughs> yeah, and they're still young. As young yeah. as they were when they did the show. Somehow they did like some kind of cool anti-aging Marvel movie magic uh, back in the 90s. Yeah, for some reason I really like that song by Snoop Dogg. It's a doggy dog world. And I would get super excited like before school if that would play before I like went down to the bus stop. Um, I was like, yep, it's going to be a good day. I heard it's a doggy dog world. <laughs> On a completely similar note, also the Backstreet Boys have been around since. Is that an influential band? Because the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Listen, I, it, I, it doesn't make me happy to say it, but it's true. I mean, they did have some hits, and I did think one of them was cute for a while, but I don't know. Like They I were just, all cute. No, they were not. Some of them looked like they were 40 when they were in their early 20s. But the maybe, one that had a heart attack? Yeah, he no, definitely always looked old. I don't think he was the one that looked old. Like the one, He had like a super square jaw, and somehow he just looked he like the dad a of the group jaw, the whole time. Like, I think the Spanish ones looked older. Wow, the Spanish ones. Why'd you why'd you use air quotes when you said that? I didn't use any air quotes, <laughs> like mental air quotes, maybe. But like, I don't, I don't even know if they're Spanish. They might be Mexican. I don't know. But oh. I mean, that's not, like people always say, "Oh, he speaks Spanish," but like Mexican is not Spain. Like it's not all Spanish, right? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you asking me? I'm Italian. Why why are you being racist towards me? I'm how am I being racist towards you? you just I just think that I just Italians. know what all uh, you know, Spanish or Spanish adjacent speaking people are. <laughs> mm, I mean, maybe. Like I had a friend that just went to Italy and said that the Italian is like closer to Spanish than it is to English, so I mean, I feel like out of the two of us, you should be able to is that <laughs> person Is that person multilingual? Mm, well, that person is bilingual, like somewhat bilingual. They're Mexican. <laughs> so I don't know if they were speaking Spanish or... I'm appalled. <laughs> uh, so Third Eye Blind, they started... Uh, in 1993, Blink. That guy has a list, by the way. If you go back and listen to those songs, he's like, "With you would step back from that ledge, my friend." By the way, I even after you told me that would like listen back to it and was like, "No, nah, there's no." Yeah, list. the guy totally has a list. If you check it out, yeah, your brain just remembered it without a list. No, every time no, no, I no. hear I'm it, I'm saying that like I, my brain so much like compensated for that when i was a kid that i just didn't hear it anymore mm -hmm. so even after you said it and i went back i was like no nah, there's no lisp and then the more i listened i was like sweet god there is a lisp <laughs> i mean he's still a good singer who cares no, it was like a... i have a lisp i'm sure like i loved i i loved that album i that was apparently a, yeah, didn't that was love a... it enough to remember the name of it but i did love it i a listened great to it a song lot. and like really real lyrics <laughs> But uh, oh, good! We can claim Rage Against the Machine since oh, 1991. Yeah. They've been what an awesome band, too. Like <laughs> Oasis. Meh. What? How dare like, you? Like I like Oasis. They were like, almost the next Beatles. Well, that's the problem <laughs> right there. Like I was just about to say they were the the B team Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> They were the B dash tools. Yeah, ex <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the uh, B tools. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely perfect. Like their songs, like they had a couple of good songs, but like their band drama like overshadowed their good works, and then they didn't carry on. So, good day, sirs. <laughs> You know what makes me sad is uh, Sublime technically is a an 80s band because they started in 88 and ended in 96. Yeah, but again, I don't think when they started... Was... People, by the way, didn't realize how much so. People hate Sublime. Buddy, they, they are hate them not now a fan. Or... Like, apparently have always... From like the moment they heard them until this very day. Yeah, until Santeria comes on, and then they're like, 
I do not practice it after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Bush started in 92. Or yeah. it's just a, all of these say since whatever date or since whatever year. So this just says since 1992. So if yeah. anyone listens to this and is like, well, actually, listen, actually. I don't care. Google told me wrong. So Look, don't. people, this is the untrained eye. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise known as not too deep, but that name was already taken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, Bush. Like, I was a huge fan of Bush when I was a teenager, too. You know what? Like, Gavin Rossdale. Ugh. All right, moving on. (laughs) Well, what's really funny is because, like, I was dating this guy and, like... I'm sorry, what? When I was... It was a long time before I knew you. Like, I was dating this guy and, like, he knew I had a crush on, um, Gavin Rossdale. as Mm -hmm. you called him. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like... (laughs) Like, he started making fun of him because he was, like, jealous. And he was like, oh, he doesn't have any muscles. And I was like, well, he's got bigger muscles than you. Wow. Because <laughs> I was savage AF when I was a teenager. Good Lord. I mean, don't make fun of things I like, okay? <laughs> and then you might be safe. I mean, how is this nerd supposed to know? <laughs> well, I showed him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> he clearly was into it. I had to school him. Yeah. Don't make fun of things. I like. (laughs) So this band uh, started in 1990, and it's a band that I wish that I had gotten into, but just is that OAR? It is not because I definitely did get into OAR, and don't you dare ever sully their name. I don't really even know any of their songs, but I thought you mentioned them before. Mm, In this list, no, no, this is just in real life. (laughs) No, yeah, definitely in real life. No, I'm talking about Tool. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know one song of theirs, but I feel like everyone that I, not everyone I knew, but I would say every <laughs> like third person I ever met from the time I hit middle school on was like tool tools, the greatest band ever. And I have this shirt. That's a wrench that looks kind of like a penis. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, I think crazy. I may have seen a, like some of their videos on MTV because sometimes you would just have to like wait through some videos to get to some other ones. And I, I don't think I was a fan of theirs, but I wasn't really into that type of music when I was a teenager. And then I never followed back up with it again. But I do have a funny story. About? It's kind of vulgar, but it's pretty funny. Well, but I, I, put, I did put us under the explicit tag, even though I <laughs> don't really plan on dropping any F-bombs. So. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to try to keep it. PG-13. No, it's not, not going to be PG because I'm going to have to spell. <laughs> I said PG-13. Well. You get one F-bomb in a PG-13 movie. All right. Well, I won't be using an F-bomb. But, okay. So, one time me and my mom, like, went to the <laughs> to a record store. Oh, oh my. my God, indeed. Like, All right. I'll let you tell it. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Like, we went to go and, like, find some music, and we were, like, digging through all the uh, CDs and stuff, and Mm. my mom, the most um, embarrassing person that could be like, hey, look at this thing, (laughs) points out- Bethany, did you see this? Yeah. Everyone, look! Yeah, oh my god, like, points to this thing, and, like, looks at me with her, like, big eyes, like, what the- and- the I look the at it. Name? The band name was Anal. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh my 
gosh. So I was so like shocked by that. Came back home and like told DJ about it. Um, and, uh, which is you, I told you about it and, um, <laughs> like we looked it up and that's a real band like that has real albums. <laughs> like, it's, wait, I thought you said you saw it. She pointed at an album. Well, she did, but I, I thought maybe it was just like a joke or like maybe they only had one album, but they had a few and I was like, yowza. That's so funny to me to this day. Like, I never, you know what? I've never looked it up on Amazon because I just don't feel like typing those things in and having well, and, that come back up. Is yeah, like Amazon a, being like, hey, uh, since you like that, how about yeah. this? How about this? Fisty cuffs, but weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, By the way, Amazon does have a dark section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know that I wouldn't like to hear some of that music just to see what that's all about. Oh, I'm sure it's like punk rock, like. I mean, I, I don't know. That'd I would be hope great it if it was be. just emo. What if it just was like just Panic like at the disco, like seventies, or... <laughs> like I don't know, like folksy. <laughs> it was just Sunseed with cursing. Yeah, they're like <laughs> afternoon delight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was appalled by that and like shocked. Also, uh, th- thinking it was the funniest thing you ever saw because it was just. At a record shop, just like, yep, you can buy this. Yeah, it's on display here. If you don't know about it, you probably won't be looking at it or looking for it, but if you accidentally stumble upon it, it'll be great if your mom shows it to you. (laughs) So, this band, I don't know this band, but the name sounds very familiar. Portishead? Yeah. Doesn't that, do you know? Yeah, I do know that band. What do they sing? Do you know anything? Uh, That one song that... All right, I'll name some. There's Glory Box. That's it. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Need you to sing it for us? Mm, I can't. I'm not a singer. We'll come back to it. Uh, let's see. R.E.M. But I, that song's from, like, that band is from the 90s. I didn't know that. Uh, let me find them again. Where the heck? Did, 91, it says. Since 91. And that's when that album came out, or... Uh, I think that it said that song came out in '94, but hold on, I'm looking it up on YouTube right now. Man, that's a long time ago. Cause I, mean, I think I've only known about that song for maybe like three or four years. Let's go ahead and get some volume on this. Glory box. Nope, don't want the alternate version. Just want the regular old version. Yeah, you know the song. Oh, I totally know this song. Oh, wait a minute. So, uh, what's that band? iRobot kind of like took this beat and made a song called Daydream. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I know the Daydream song, but I don't know. Like, listen, hold on. I'm going to play back the beginning part again and listen to that. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm just going to pause that. Daydream. Nope, I spelled D A U. Daw. Daydream. I robot. No, nope. I monster. What did I? I said I robot, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Because I'm one of them idiots you hear about. Will Smith recorded it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's an ad. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> um, that is no way even close. 
And we're not playing free ads on this podcast. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it sounds the same. It sounds similar, I think. It, d- it didn't sound as the same as I thought it did in my head. But, but... it's the same kind of, like, Pachelbel's canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad I now know that. Because uh, I knew that Portis had sounded familiar, but I just didn't know why. Yeah. But it's just crazy how long it took for that song to be famous. Because I, I think I saw it on So You Think You Can Dance. It's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Portishead one as well. Yeah, both of those songs are really good. That's funny because I really thought we'd get to claim Hootie and the Blowfish, but they started in 1986. Mm. Yeah, but... But I you don't... know who we do get? Who? We get Smash Mouth. Since 1994, nah. we get them. Yeah, we, uh, can we trade them for Hootie? <laughs> By the way, we do get Dave Matthews Band, 91. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a win right there. Booyah. And, I mean, that like debunks your whole thing, influential bands. Oh yeah, no. I told you the spoiler of the you know the whole conversation was that I was one hundred percent wrong. I just off the cuff was like, all '90s bands were dumb because I think his what we had a a lot of great music in the '90s. Yeah, but whenever I'm trying to make someone feel bad about a song they're listening to, it's easy. To Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're an awful human being i definitely am (laughs) no Uh, you're not but i will say i typed in 90s bands and one of the bands that came up was u2 it started in 1976 (laughs) yeah i don't well they had some hits in the 90s yeah but like nine you but you would call that a 70s band not a 90s band yeah I mean, were most of their hits in the 70s or the 90s? I have no idea. I don't really care. I never became a real big U2 fan. No. In fact, I think I probably started as a bigger U2 fan, and then the more time went on, the more I was like, this garbage again. Well, I wouldn't call it garbage. I would. (laughs) But, like, it just never... Like, I feel like they have a lot of, um, like, worldly goals, I guess. Like, they seem like their messages are like earth friendly and like people love everyone type deal but like i just i don't know i just don't i can't connect with them i just feel like i would rather i would more rather hear their stories now than hear any of their new music like, I really don't, I would rather either hear them play just the hits, no, not the ones of the albums you made in the last 10 years, no one cares about those <laughs> guys, fellows, no one cares. Play the ones that you know everyone likes, and then tell a cool story for the last 30 minutes, because you have a million cool stories that we would all love to hear, I know it, I yeah. just know it. Well, that seems like what Henry Rollins did because, like, at one point he was like, yeah, this music part's over for me, so I'm going to go ahead and bow out gracefully and go ahead and move on to my spoken word thing because... And he doesn't even call it that. Like, I don't remember what he calls it, but, like, he... Oh, he just talks. He's like, yeah. I have to go around and give talks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, he talks and then he wants to leave and, I mean... <laughs> that dude is interesting. Like, I feel real lucky that... Uh, he that Joe Rogan had him on his podcast mm-hmm. and that I was able to hear that because as far as I knew he was just the crazy <laughs> because you're a liar guy and the yeah. one that played a way <laughs> too convincing racist on Sons of Anarchy oh yeah I was like oh Jesus this guy is really a whole not 
I didn't but think he was horrible, not, like, but I was like, he's just a singer, but he plays a racist guy real well, like spookily yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like that's not what his persona is, though. No, not at he all. Goes all like he likes to travel all around the world and like meet different types of people. So I don't think that he's actually a racist. No, he's just a weird dude. Yeah, he's weird, but he knows he's weird and he owns it. So, like, I have a lot of respect for him and envy because he lives his life on his own terms. Yeah. He's like, uh, I love listening to records and I love these $3,000 speakers that let me hear them <laughs> to the quality that I would like to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that he said on Joe Rogan was that he doesn't like, <laughs> like, when he's at home and he's like, just like in his own world writing or whatever. Like he doesn't like people to call him. Like Dude, a man like, after my own heart. I love him. He's like, if you liked me, why would you call me? Dude, I, you know what? That's probably why I liked him so much. Is mm. I was like, preach it, my friend. Yeah. You get it. You well, get and he doesn't like. get like lonely. Like he's just, he knows who he is. And he doesn't need another person to continue to thrive. Like if they're there. Sometimes, then fine, but he doesn't. I don't think he wants. Well, it's like, like something he was, to be continual. It's like he was saying he will just like point. It, you know, if he does get quote unquote bored, he just points to a spot on a map and is like, "I've not been there. I will go there now." Yeah. And I'm gonna take you know a notebook, my laptop, and a backpack, and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Very awesome. <laughs> Like, that's what I would like to do, but, I mean. You could. I don't have Henry Rollins money. No. I don't have any Henry Rollins talks money. <laughs> no, you never know. People might want to start, people might want you to start giving talks on uh, terrible people just trying to make a buck selling their car. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I'm trying to haggle with a person for under $2,000. Uh, yeah. I cannot be pointing at the map and, like, going wherever my fancy takes me. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny to me. Well, I mean... No, I don't want to bring it back up. Well, you don't funny. have to bring it back up, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, don't be a jerk. Listen, we can't help ourselves. We are all jerks. Yeah, I would agree with that. Anyone, the nicest person you'll ever meet in your whole life is a jerk. Sorry. Well, because every person <laughs> has different buttons that can be pushed. Like, even if you think you're being, like accommodating or nice or like uh, efficient or something like that may be the thing that triggers someone <laughs> you never know everyone has completely different experiences and environments and so and i mean that's the service that i can provide you is if you think that there's someone in your life that you would like to say no this person is not a jerk in any way i'm real unintentionally good at finding people's breaking points so, well, if you that's would, one of the things I like about you. Well, except when, like, I don't think you turn it on me very often. <laughs> I don't turn it on you. At, I don't ever intentionally turn it on you. Sometimes my brain just goes into attack mode. But, right uh, for the jugular. I mean, I don't go. I, by the way, I don't think I've ever gone for the jugular with you. Yeah, I don't think so either. Ever. I mean, hopefully not. And I hope you never do. No, I think it would stick out. We've been together a long time. I'm pretty sure something like that would stick out. 
for both of us. <laughs> Would we still be doing this podcast? Probably not, because I, you know, I try and be nice to everyone until I don't. Yeah. I mean, like, marriage is good when you, like, find the person that you, um, like, mesh with really well. But, like, even if, like, everything is 100% a match, like... You still have to learn how to mesh. Yeah, exactly. Because people are not used to being, like, compatible with people. <laughs> so they're like, I don't know. Like, I have to, like, test out these waters and see if what I think is okay is okay with you. And that can be really hard sometimes. And just, like, the act of, like, being in a continual relationship for years, like, that can be hard also. But... Like, if it's worth it, you'll make you'll make it work. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I- I'm just glad that we kind of both gave ourselves, gave ourselves the amount of runway that we needed to, fi- you know, figure out kind of what our own personal demons were. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not that we don't still have them, because I'm sure we both still do, but, you know... I know one of my biggest ones was like, I didn't even realize how much I didn't trust anyone that, Oh yeah. well, not just didn't trust anyone. Cause that one I was pretty much on board with, but didn't trust anyone to that was like, I love you. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a condition in there somewhere. Yeah. You don't think there's a condition, but you put one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I owe you somehow. Yeah. Somehow you're going to be like, remember when you said, remember when I said, You'll owe me one. I'm calling in that favor. Because yeah. that's just how I grew up. Like, everything with my family was conditional. There was no... There was no, we love you, end of sentence. It's we love you as long as XYZ is happening. Otherwise, you're a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, my family wasn't like that. Like, I don't know. We had our ups and downs and stuff. But my mom was always really, like, reliable and, like, um, like very loving and whenever like her mom was an alcoholic so whenever she had her children like she didn't have that around at all Mm -hmm. so like it wasn't something that we had to worry about because she didn't want us to have the same like type of childhood that she did so like that part like me and you are like completely (laughs) opposite yeah, I'm like I'm like super close to my mom, even though like she doesn't live here, and it like drives me crazy because I, when she did live here, I didn't visit her as much as I wish I did, but now that she's in a different state, Eight I'm hours like, jeez, come in back, one direction. Yeah. <laughs> come back so I can visit you every like once a month. <laughs> um, Still though, I mean, it's good to just be like, hey, got off early from work, let's go get lunch or something. Yeah, which like, you guys let's would have do dinner all the stuff. time. Yeah, you know what I mean? like sometimes, yeah. But, like, I, like, my trust issues came from, like, dating, like, douchey men that were cheaters. And I, every time, <laughs> like, something would go wrong, like, I would always think that there was something hidden, hidden from me that I didn't understand or didn't know. And, like, it took a long time before I was just like, yeah, that's not true. Like, not all guys are cheaters or, like, the worst. Or liars, or, like, trying to do sneaky things behind your back. Like, sometimes you can just actually find your real (laughs) partner. (laughs) So. Sometimes people want to move towards the same goal together. 
Yeah, and sometimes it's really good. It's funny because I uh, I didn't realize because you know I had a really bad relationship with my mom, and uh, you know I was never jealous of your relationship with your mom, but like I had a lot of respect for her for you know. Just like you said, like, you know, she was single mom for a while, like just doing everything she could to make sure you guys were, you know, happy and fed and, you know, just doing whatever she could, which is like the opposite of what my mom did. Or at least that was the whatever. I will stick with that. That's the <laughs> opposite of what my mom did. And uh, I will say I didn't realize that I was like whenever your mom moved away. I was kind of like mad at her and resenting her a little bit because I was like, oh, well, she's just doing what moms do. Uh, just uh, leaving. As, <laughs> as soon as you think you can trust them, they're just like, nope, I'm leaving. Aww. So, no, but it's fine. She, well, that was my own hang up. Like, that wasn't anything that I hold against her at all because why? That would be stupid to do that. She did that. For reasons for beyond. herself, yeah, because yeah, like her about... kids were grown and she wanted to move on and like have her own life. Exactly, it's not about us; it's about her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she needs to do what's good for her. And I'm like, no, you need to do what's good for me. I want you to be here <laughs> so I can visit you once a month. So I can visit you once a month and complain about it because it smells like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate because my mom is. Smoker, which I wish she wasn't. You wish she wasn't, and I just envy every time. Every time she ever anyone takes a drag of a cigarette, I'm like, ah, the good times. I remember yeah, the good but, times. I mean, smoking. like that's however much off your life, and I would like to live longer than. Listen, uh, stem cells have already <laughs> done a lot for people. If we figure out you can just shoot your lungs up with stem cells, believe in your heart. Um, yeah, but they'll probably figure that out right after you die from lung cancer. No, I'm saying... They're going to be like, <laughs> oh my god, we found the cure. Like, everyone can smoke <laughs> all the time if they want to. It's a shame that DJ died yesterday because we have this cure today. Yeah, it was a painful, <laughs> horrible lung just slowly closing death. And, uh, man, all I needed was this one injection. No, I wouldn't start smoking until the injections were available, mm. but I would really want to. And if, you know, anyone I was working with when we were driving around, if they tried to smoke a cigarette, I would be like, ah, yeah, don't roll the window all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like once I get like super old and if I have like some kind of like disease that's uncurable and I'm just like counting down the days, I probably would... Start smoking again if I can afford it on my fixed income. <laughs> I got to tell you, even though I knew it was fake, the whole 2012, uh, what was it called? Is it Y2K? No, that was 2000. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> That's a long, my bad. Uh, you're 12 years too late. What was 2012? 2012 was the Mayan calendar thing. It was mm. something... I keep my brain immediately went to the Cupacadra, but that's wrong. No, that's because the calendar ended, so people were like, "That's, that's the end when of the, the world. world ends." And I'm not gonna lie, for some reason, I was in my head in 2000, like on December whatever 2012, the world was gonna slowly start to explode. Yeah, and it was gonna happen on the other side of the world, so that I would have time to go. And find a drug dealer and quickly do heroin just to know. Jeez. I just want to know. I mean, people, 
die for it. I mean, it's get, there's got to be something there. And yeah. if I knew I was dying anyway in a world exploding event, but, I would definitely like, what if shoot it was just like the rapture and you're like, let me die <laughs> because you're uh, in some kind of like heroin coma or whatever. Can I? T- no. Well, uh, I mean, oh, I thought you meant like if you were left over after the ra- if rapture happened and I was still here. Believe I would be doing heroin just nonstop. Would in my that be eyeballs. available though? If that was yeah, because I don't people think disappear, that... not the drugs. Yeah, people disappear, but isn't it supposed to be like complete misery? Like there's nothing that brings you joy during that time. So I wouldn't think that drugs would be a thing that you could just be like, oh, I'm just gonna go and black out my mind for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I heard there's gonna be confusion at first, and in that confusing time, I'm gonna go and find me some heroin, and I'm gonna eat it, <laughs> I'm gonna inject it, I'm gonna smoke it. So you're it. not gonna waste any time, huh? You're just gonna, I'm gonna go right I'm gonna splash it into my face like I'm washing it, just all of it. <laughs> By the way, he's never done any type of heroin. <laughs> he I don't not... even know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what it looks like in the sense that I saw the movie Ray, and I saw him oh, open yeah. up his little pack, and I figure if a blind guy can figure out how to do heroin, I can probably figure out how to do heroin. What were they doing on Requiem for a dream? They were doing... Was no, it meth or heroin? I don't know what it was. They were... Whatever it was, they were like... They were... They had a piece of foil and they were lighting that. And then they had like this glass tube oh, that they well, were sucking up the smoke meth. with. But, I, I mean, according to that one show, that's how you do heroin too. That might be how you smoke heroin. Yeah. I don't know. We should try it. Yeah. Okay. Try it out. I'll be I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like that, so I went ahead and preemptively <laughs> Yeah, so I actually went out and bought some today. Uh <laughs> the guy said he already had a needle for me to use. He yeah. said he only used it once. You just have to wipe it off with this dirty. Yeah, napkin. no, he said it's like uh like how the grill on your barbecue gets seasoned, you know? He's like, Don't wipe <laughs> it off. He's like, just leave it on it's there. It's seasoned. It's seasoned perfectly. Yeah, no. It's yeah, like cast like, iron. <laughs> whenever I was younger I was a little bit experimental with certain substances, but nothing has ever entered my veins and no. it never will. By the way, I I would. I hardly want medicine in my veins, let alone some strange substance that I'm not even really sure what it is. Like you could yeah. tell me it's heroin, but I really don't know. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> like it's not like a a doctor is like, hey, go to the pharmacy. Yeah, take and this liquid this cocaine heroin. and shoot it in your eyeball. Yeah, we're gonna give you this liquid to shoot in. That's not what's happening. <laughs> That's fantastic. Because, like, people are, like, buying that and then, like, cutting it and then cutting it again and selling it so they can get the most profit out of whatever. So, who do you, like, how do you know what they're cutting it with or if they even bought heroin to start with? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, my buddy said this only got cut once with whatever. Rat poison. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you never know. Have you smoked rat poison? Yeah. It might be great. It might be great. It might not be. But you don't know until you try. I mean, listen, we had to accidentally find out about everything else. Like, no one knew. The first people that ate magic mushrooms weren't like, hey, that one. 
Like, theoretically, they probably ate more poison ones before they found the good ones. Yeah, that's probably true. So how do we even get to the point where I mean, where I'm we're really like, glad we that we're not in the age where we're, like, experimenting with food. Like, we know which ones are poisonous now. So... <laughs> I don't know if we were talking about it or if I was talking about it with one of my buddies, but... Uh, I'm not one of your buddies? If the... No. You're my number one. Okay. <laughs> good answer. Uh... No, we were talking about uh, being left in the apocalypse. And first of all, if there's some kind of world-ending blast that happens and I have survived and we are still close enough to this house via, or also, or AKA our guns, uh, I'm going to go ahead and off myself immediately because I do not want to live in this, in a post-apocalyptic world. Listen, I can't deal without AC for a long amount of time, <laughs> and a long amount of time is an hour. So there is no chance that I'm going to be living in a world that has zero electricity. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, man, you have a shotgun and a handgun. Why don't you go and try and uh, eat? <laughs> yeah. Go and figure that out, guy who's never hunted before. Uh, oh, you don't know which mushrooms to eat? Well, just eat them all until you get, uh, get high or die. Because you're definitely going to do one, and it's probably going to be one before the other. Well, I mean, I've seen the ones that get you high, so I can help me pick those out. Listen. But, like, if, if we... you're looking for substance, like, food-wise, like, that, I don't think that's going to be the way to go. Listen, if there's, if we're lucky enough that there's, like, an asteroid coming to Earth, and they're like, oh, my God, for some reason, it's just like all the movies. It's going to hit America first, Washington, D.C., everyone out. We are going to be the fools driving into it. I want to be right at the impact zone, so I'm yeah. vaporized immediately and don't have to deal with any of the nonsense that comes afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it'll be super scary. Especially if the, like, the White House is taken out and like all the protocols for replacing the president are um, eradicated and then it's just martial law. Like, Dude, if it's the apocalypse, no one's going to care about the president anymore. We're yeah, but gonna... if the president, like, if if the president is still alive and it is a, an apocalypse, like, I think people would try to form some semblance of, like, civil like um like unity or whatever like okay well we can still carry on but if the president the vice president congress all that is gone and like everyone is just like every man for himself then yeah i might agree with you because well two things one that's why we're driving towards the vaporization zone because i'm not, i don't want to know whether we make it or not uh, and two, I think it's been too long since you've watched a Mad Max movie because that's how it's really going to be is we're all going to find one thing that we really need like water mm. and people are going to hoard that and be like, hey, if you want to like live and have water, you have to do what I say now. Oh, you're not going to do it. Boom, you're dead. Yeah, you're either a slave or you're dead. And it's not going to be fun like Mad Max compared to what reality would be, is probably fun. That's probably the fun version of how the <laughs> of how the apocalypse would be. 
the real thing yeah. is going to be a lot more horrible. <laughs> well, I mean, if Mad Max happens, then I would volunteer to be one of those like guys that are on the car <laughs> that are swinging <laughs> like, around by a pole. Yeah, just a like drum. <laughs> getting crazy, like excited because of like rock music. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like uh, I want to play the flamethrower guitar, please. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> no, I've never played. <laughs> but watch this. I can do some wicked air guitar moves, and if I do that to a flame throw attached to a guitar people are going to be inspired people will take notice <laughs> but yeah like no i would not want to be in any part of any kind of apocalypse like if the walking dead show even that like kind of ridiculous reality where people are like hunting for food and like living off the grid because there is no grid like that is the kind of thing that i wouldn't I would be terrified of, like, I wouldn't want to be terrified every moment of every day. So, I'm with you. I would probably be like, yep, two shells in that shotgun, let's go. (laughs) Or, if we couldn't, for some reason, get to the blast zone, uh, we would just drive straight to the Skyway. Why the Skyway? Because, I mean, I don't... Listen... It's easy to say now when it's not impending. I'm not like an hour away from having to do it. It's easy to say like, yeah, I wouldn't want to live in a post-apocalyptic world. I would just kill myself. But the reality is, is even though it would be terrible, I really don't want to die that much. Yeah, no, I don't want to die either. But I definitely also equally don't want to live in the apocalypse left over from, you know, whatever's left. Yeah. So maybe I would do better just jumping off a really tall bridge that kills people when they hit the water. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you got to imagine that the worst of the worst people are going to submerge and like go to the top of the food chain. So that in itself is enough to make me not want anything to do with that kind of reality. Not saying that the worst of the worst aren't already at the top of the food chain, but it's a little bit more subtle. <laughs> it's funny because I was going to say, hopefully, you know, if, it, if anything does happen, it just, you know, comes to hit in Florida. So we don't really have to go anywhere. Yeah. But it's very possible that we might not even know until it's like either just about to happen or it's already happened that there was even anything close. Because I was reading like a week ago there was a asteroid or a comet uh, that made it to a few miles over Africa before it like exploded and broke up. Oh yeah, uh, that. that's insane. Because the the people that were supposed to have seen something like that coming, uh, I think the article said that scientists were astonished to see this. Like what? How? Yeah. How indeed? So who knows? Uh, and that was that was one that was I think they said it was like six feet long. That was the only dimensions they gave, uh, or at least in the article I read, that was the only dimensions they gave of this object that you know blew up over or not blew up, whatever broke apart over Africa. So in my mind, it's not going to take something much bigger than that to <laughs> yeah. to make it all the way down, and at least. Maybe not a world-ending event, but at least something that everyone goes, Hey, we live in space. That place is dangerous. Yeah. It does not know that we're here. I don't think space knows we're here at all. (laughs) I don't think it cares. (laughs) I don't think think space cares, you guys. I think it might not even care. 
It's like this whole big thing. <laughs> That's the spooky part of being on Earth at all and being like pretending like any of this matters is like at any moment this at any moment the universe could just be like, nah. I didn't even know you were here, and I don't care that you are, and goodbye. You don't exist anymore, Earth. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, this whole life in in itself seems really futile anyway. Because, like, we, we all know we're going to die. And even if we come out with some, like, ridiculously crazy invention, like the TV or the cell, like the smartphone... Like, what really does that matter? I don't know, because after seeing that Black Mirror episode where the lady gets her spoilers for whatever episode of Black Mirror that was, if you haven't watched it, then I don't I don't care. Uh, the, <laughs> Sorry, is what he meant to say. No. Uh, <laughs> no, the episode with John Hamm oh, where yeah. he is... Uh, what is he like crafting that AI or not crafting? Yeah, he's, he's training like crafting that, a uh, he, a person that is a sub particle of like someone else's consciousness. To... No, it was like he was training the. It was a copy of that lady's consciousness. Like it was her consciousness, but just copied digitally. And in order to, uh, I don't know, make basically the equivalent of like a Google. Google Home or Google Assistant or whatever, uh, he would... I don't even remember why we were talking about this. Why were we talking about this? Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. We were just talking about how the universe is and how like we really don't matter in the long scheme of it. Oh, you were talking about how if we... You know, no matter what kind of technological advancements, you know, it wouldn't even matter... Uh, I would be afraid that it would be like that episode was because the way that John Hamm was training that consciousness that had been transferred to do the things that they wanted it to do was, oh, you don't want to you don't want to control all the temperatures and make sure she's got her coffee just the way she wants it. Cool. Well, think about that in nothingness for first he did it for like three weeks and then he did it for like six months, just had her just you know, this consciousness, uh, sitting there for that long, but it went by for him in like, you know, I don't know, a minute, like a few minutes. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but the last stretch, it seemed like was years. And whenever she came back she you know, the, the digital consciousness was so like, Oh my God, I'm so bored. There was nothing. There was nothing the whole time for the, I don't even know how long I was gone. Right. And he's like, so, well, would you, like to go ahead and make her coffee and make sure it's always 72 degrees. And she's like, yes, yes, please just give me something to do. Oh yeah. I would be afraid that that's what would happen if they're like, yeah, transfer your consciousness. Like that somehow, even though it wouldn't be me that I would still somehow know the meat that here. you're being tortured somehow. Yeah. The meat DJ would still know that the digital DJ is being tortured. Yeah. That seems awful. And watching it seemed awful, too, like, because... Because it's not real, but you're still horrified by it. You're like, don't do that, John. We love you, John. (laughs) And is that possible? (laughs) Yeah, and can I never do that, please? (laughs) Or what about the episode where that girl was, like, so obsessed? Like, it wasn't just her. Like, everyone was so obsessed with, like... Their ratings? Yeah, their likes on social media. 
Well, that remember that was like basically their class system. So if you were like of a certain rating, yeah. you were basically like the upper class, or yeah, or if you were a certain rating, you were garbage. Like what was it like three point whatever and yeah, lower? You were just lower. like trash. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, whew, sorry. It seems like society is heading towards that type of like technology. Like everything is like on Facebook or Instagram or whatever else. Like people just want to be liked, but they don't want to be bothered. <laughs> yeah, I have the I have the not opposite problem, but I only have half that problem, which is I don't care if I'm liked, and I also wouldn't like to not be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, I don't... I would like to be liked, for sure, as a person, but I don't post a lot of things, so I don't... I don't get a lot of likes. <laughs> yeah, not me, man. I already have the people I... The people that like me now, that's enough. Well, they like you in real life. Like, they like the real you, not the... Um propaganda that you put on facebook oh yeah all those digital people even the ones that i sort of kind of knew i i always do i i just saw i just unfollowed or unfriended somebody the other day because they posted something so stupid that i was like i can't be friends with you anymore oh you know what i saved a screenshot of it on my phone it was so stupid that i wanted to tell you about it because i couldn't believe it really i won't say who it is on here for you know, just in case it gets back to them. But do you but, think they might hear it? Like, are they in our inner circle? Or? No, but people we know know them. So anyone that knows us, go ahead and if you recognize this post, you can tell this person that I think they're an idiot. And I've <laughs> also, uh, I've also unfriended them. But they put up this this picture that I'm showing you right now. That's like basically a pie chart with one, but it's one solid color. And it says causes of rape. And then it's got like, you know, six different short skirts, alcohol, flirty behavior, walking alone, television. And the last one is rapists. And that color is, you know, the whole color of the pie chart, which, yeah, we get it. We all know that rapists are the ones that rape. Why are you posting that? Like, because the post along with it was like, and anyone that disagrees, I just don't get. What do you even mean by that? Well, I mean, to a degree, I could understand that because, like, it doesn't matter what the person's actually doing. If someone's a rapist, they're a rapist. No, I get, I'm saying, like, it seems, who is this person friends with that they think they have to post something like that, that someone that they are friends with on Facebook is going to be like, oh, you mean it's not short skirts? Like, who in their right mind is like, yeah, it's definitely them ladies wearing them short skirts. It might be a little bit their fault. Like, no. You know who thinks that? Rapists do. <laughs> well, and people that are like... A lot of times whenever someone gets raped, a lot the, peop, the victims won't come forward because of victim shaming. And some of that is those things that you've just listed like oh the sh the skirt was too short or uh i don't remember all the topics that you said on alcohol there. alcohol uh, flirtiness or, whatever yeah, yeah all of those things to make the victim feel like it was their fault that they did something bad that caused that thing that 
horrendous thing to happen to them. And that is not true. Like the rapist is the problem, not the short skirt, not the alcohol, not flirting, not anything else. So I can see what that post means. No, I, I agree. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, is that if you, if your friend group that you have on Facebook includes people that you think don't know that rapists are the the sole responsibility or hold the sole responsibility for rape and that it does not fall on the person who gets raped at all. Those people are stupid. Why are you friends with them? And yeah. why are you posting this stupid pie chart to show everyone, be like, hey, hey, everybody, just in case you were wondering if I knew, I just wanted you to know that I know that yeah. ladies, I'm with you. I'm not going to say if it was a lady or not that posted this, it was a lady, but it was a lady that posted it that. It was a lady. Uh, <laughs> because like I don't like I disagree with you on this and like some of the people that you're friends with on Facebook or whatever social media outlet like sometimes like I don't have the same views as some people in my family but I'm still friends with them because they're in my family I'm not going to abandon them because they have the completely opposite views that I do and sometimes I think those views are outdated but I don't disregard them because I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't think that's an awful post because it's true. Like it's not the, the victim's fault. Like, I think that's what that's saying, even though like people should know that that's the truth. But a lot of times they don't realize that and they just look at what's going on and try to analyze it and make it so it's not so awful in the world that we live in. It has to be someone's fault that something terrible happened to them, but a lot of times it's not. I think you're right about that. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really think of it that way because I don't... Like, as you know, I was about to say, the whole reason I even brought this up is because I... Every couple of months or so, I'll just go through my Facebook friends and be like, eh, these are the people who are useless. Mm-hmm. They're either saying stupid things or they're not saying anything at all. So they're just gone, just yeah. unfriended completely. So to me, like it, for me to post something like that, it would be stupid because if anyone that I was friends with on Facebook was like, well, actually, she was wearing a very short skirt and she might have had played some role in it. Uh, that would be grounds for immediate, uh, I wouldn't even bother engaging that person. I would just be like, well, I don't need that nonsense. Uh, good day. So when I see someone post something like that, maybe I overreacted (laughs) by unfriending this person because I thought they were dumb. Whoa, you Uh, did unfriend them? Yeah. What do I need that? Like, okay. Because they posted a post that you didn't like? Uh, because they did what I considered a stupid post, which you are now shedding light on the fact that it might not have been as stupid as I thought. <laughs> but my the way that I looked at that post was is you have you have people dumb enough in your life that believe that that need to see this. Yeah. And if you have someone that needs to see something like that, what are these people doing in your life? It didn't even dawn on me that it would be family or anything like that, but. I mean, clearly it is because some people just don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm very ignorant on. I I would hope that that's not one of them. Uh, I don't think it is. Well, I don't think that you're ignorant. Like, I feel like you're 
beliefs are current. Like you believe that people shouldn't be like shamed or like victimized like that. So like to think that there are people that still have those outdated beliefs, that seems like ridiculous. So I could understand why you're like, why do you need to keep reiterating this? Everyone should already know that this is the truth. Like I could see that, but like that is, it isn't so like, I'm really honing in (laughs) on who this person is, but it was a younger person. It's probably one of the youngest people that I'm friends with on Facebook that that posted that. So, again, like that is where I jumped to the conclusion of this person just knows idiots. Because in my mind, like the younger you are, the more like woke you are. So you're not... I can't imagine like the younger, you know, the younger generation than us being like... Well, actually, because they've basically grown up, like, steeped in this now of, like, the... Like, social consciousness. Yeah, of, like, you know, everyone's a person, and they, you know, you should at least hear them out and not, you know... But, I mean, like, we want to believe that's what society has um, cultivated to, but that's not always the case. Like, everyone has not evolved to, like, social equality or... Um, believing that it's not someone's fault whenever, like, something bad happens to them, so... By the way, and I know you're not saying this, but I don't want this to come across as me being like, I am so evolved and blah, 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 because I, again, like, you, I don't know. Maybe I'm not, but I feel like I'm ignorant on a lot of things still, but I don't know. Stuff like that doesn't seem like there's much margin for error like you should be able to just look at the situation and be like yeah uh yeah there's a right and a wrong way to look at this and there's a pretty clear line in between the right and wrong way yeah but i mean there's a lot of gray areas clearly not or i think there is a clear line but i think that some people just either choose to or don't know how to see that line they're just like i don't know it's just one big mess (laughs) yeah well i think it's very important to to Make it obvious that that kind of behavior is not tolerated. Like, you can't just, like, sweep it under the rug and pretend like people don't get raped. Like, if you don't make it known how you feel about that or that it's a bad thing, that people are doing bad things to other people, then that's when it, like, goes unreported or um, just, like, people are doing it off the radar and... It's just not good. Like, I, I don't know how to explain that further, but like bad things need to be talked about because if it's not talked about, then it just carries on until someone talks about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. No, I don't. I think I've said the same thing enough. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, there's a lot of topics, like, where people just think that it's, like, they want to believe that the best of people, but there are bad people that do bad things, and we can't just let them think that they're getting away with it and shame the victims. Like, we have to speak up and make sure that everyone knows that that's unacceptable. And if that kind of post says that to any person, then I think it's a good post. Yeah, so. well, again, maybe maybe I was a little rash. 
<laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have unfriended them. <laughs> Listen, at this point, I really don't care. They always, whenever they posted, it was always something stupid anyway, and it was wasn't very often. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't something stupid. Clearly, <laughs> I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> I didn't have any other ones that were worth screenshotting to show anyone later. But uh, you know, there n- none of them. I don't think were that inflammatory. They were just like low level, like dumb. Yeah. You know. Well, and you never know something like happened to that person. Maybe that was their outlet to like say something like not saying that the person got raped, but maybe like. No, I know what you mean. Maybe someone they know did or something. Yeah. Or maybe they were like harassed or something. And like that was the way that they like said something, but not said something. So like. (laughs) whatever like we really need to work hard to not silence or shame our victims that's that's what i think we need to work on as a society yeah i think you're right and uh i think i did my part by instead of (laughs) saying silencing the victim we don't know if this person was a victim or not and yeah you're right i automatically was like the victim (laughs) yeah and it's not as that's another problem also It's not as though I, you know, took to commenting and was like, your post is ridiculous because all the things I've already said a hundred times on this podcast and whatever. Instead, I was like, "Mm, I'll just take the passive route and just unfriend you. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you didn't just like swipe past it. Because... I mean, if you don't want to see posts from that person anymore. I'm in the, I'm in purge mode uh for you know i've got too many and by the way it's just funny that i do my like you know semi-annual purging of facebook people because let me check and see i don't have many so if you're listening to this you know mind your p's and q's if you know us because like how many facebook friends do you think you have at this point i'm about to tell you i'm sure it's less than 50 Yes, I think it's funny that you purge people because, like, even if I'm friends with someone that I was friends with, like, 15 years ago, and I and they don't post anything, like, I don't unfriend them because why? I got too many, man. I'm at like, 51. What, what does it matter? Like, if they're not posting or, like, causing trouble in your feed, like, who cares? I'm going to delete someone right now. Why? I don't know. It seems like 51... It's just a. It's not a good number. It should be fifty. Let's yeah, see. I don't know. Like if I got to like a maximum capacity of friends on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, then maybe I would think about unfriending people. But like if they've made the cut and I've decided to be friends with them, unless there's some kind of like catastrophe that happens that they've like wronged me somehow or like stabbed me in the back, like <laughs> in real life, then. Most likely they're going to stay on my friends list until uh, something happens. Because, like, like what do I care? Like, maybe they'll post something that I am interested in at one point or another. Or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just be silent. I don't post a lot of things on Facebook. I mostly just look at it and like stuff. And then sometimes I'll share stuff. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't go out of my way to make sure I post something every day or ever. 
Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get how you can have like 500. Like, doesn't that clog up? Like, I have 51 people, and I feel like my whenever I check Facebook, I'm like, God, this is just cluttered with stupid nonsense. Like, what is it with the majority of people I know have like an average of 200 to 500 friends? What are you doing with all those people? What networking? Are you even, no. <laughs> I mean, you never know when you might need a. I'm gonna go through those 51 people, and I'm gonna look, and everyone that has over 200 friends, I'm gonna send them a message. It says, "What has having, however many plus friends, what has that done for you?" Yeah. How many great I deals mean, have I'm you sure, gotten? <laughs> I'm sure that yeah, most of the friends are dormant, but like, I don't think it hurts to have them on hot standby. Nah, dude. I got my one friend right here. I'm podcasting with her right now. That's it. You're smothering me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're gonna need, we're going to need to do this long distance via Skype or actually yeah. via Google Duo. That's just... not true. I was just joking. I know. We have a really, not an open relationship. We're no. monogamous, but um, like we're pretty cool. Like we do our thing. Um, and then we, like, we know where we're going to be at the end of the day, so. And, I mean, we wanted to do this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine, uh, barely being able to stand you and then being <laughs> like, and also, let's talk for an hour and a half. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk tell about other it. people about let's it. Let's put on headphones and hear each other in crystal clarity in our ears. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Let's look at each other. I got to tell you, that's the funny part about doing this and listening to it or, you know, as we're doing it through the headphones, excuse me, is I almost am like, yeah, everyone should just talk like this. This is the greatest way to talk. I sound awesome. Yeah. I don't sound this good when I just talk and hear my own dumb voice, but then I put the headphones on and I'm like, hey, who's that guy? (laughs) He has a very cool voice. He's so cool. Like, I have the opposite. Like, that's why I can't... It's hard for me to listen back to these because I'm like, yeah, that dude's got a real cool voice. Yeah, I mean... Which, do. I don't think that's a good... I don't think that's a good thing that I'm like, ooh. <laughs> why? Instead of looking in the mirror, I just want to just wanna get lost in my own dulcet tones. No. I mean, you, you're handsome, too. All right, relax. You relax. <laughs> Uh, well, on those complimentary notes, I think we should call that a wrap because we've been at it for about an hour and a half, but, uh, I think that was good. I think, uh, I think this one might make the cut. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We might do some editing in it. Yeah. But. Short note. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. But we'll see again. I think I said, I think I (laughs) I said. I think we said it. I think I kept saying we'll see, and I said it, and we'll see. Maybe guys, times. we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna cut none of this now, just so everyone will wonder. We're like, are they gonna keep going? We'll yeah, see. maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun. All right. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Me too. I love you. I love you too. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Too well.